0: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of making the call. Uh, We've got a lot of football coverage coming up later on in the episode, but let's be honest, the story that is the talk of the town, it is not the lousy Cowboys. Well, maybe it is in sports talks radio because all they talk about is Cowboys. But here at making the call, we like to talk about good sports stories. And Austin, there is no bigger story right now on either your eyes mind than our little Texas Rangers. Hmm. It feels
1: good after so much pain. October baseball. It's here. It's happening.
0: I was on this podcast last week doing a solo segment because uh we record obviously Monday nights, it comes out on Tuesdays and Tuesday at noon last week they were starting off the playoffs with a, a wild card series against the Tampa Bay Rays and I remember in that in that segment I did I was basically talking about like hey guys like we're ahead of schedule. Like we've had all these injuries go into the playoffs with no expectations and just enjoy it. Like all we, all we should be rooting for is for them to have a competitive series against Tampa Bay. I was not saying they were going to blow them out or anything. I just wanted it to be fun. I just wanted good, fun playoff baseball. Mm. Holy crap, man. They're undefeated in the playoffs. They sweep the rays. They, then they go into Baltimore take two games from the Orioles and now they're coming home today when you're listening to this podcast on tuesday in a potential clinch clinching game to go to the ALCS like first what first playoff game at the new globe life field two
1: for the rangers for the rangers yeah. it's going to be nuts I, you know i just think about the first run of making the call 2018 being in your apartment junior year of college talking about if we're going to sell mike minor at the trade deadline <laughs> You know, I I remember that discussion. I remember that too. Now we're here and it's been amazing. Like not even just the fact that they're winning, but just the fashion in which they're winning. Like, you know, they haven't necessarily been the most clutch team all year. And, you know, they, you know, win a three, two game in Baltimore and then withstand a late run in game two and then uh just the way that they're playing, you know, the pitching, the bats, you know, we'll get to all that. But it's just so refreshing. And you know, we were we were predicted third in the division at the beginning of the year. We weren't expecting this is all gravy now. I mean, it's all just mm-hmm. icing on the cake. It's and it is delicious. Yeah. It is it is delicious. I'm so pumped for tomorrow or I guess today.
0: So. Yeah, it's uh I mean, really, this the playoffs could not have gone better for them up to this point. Uh, obviously, the job's not done. We need to I think what they need to do is they need to win game three. You lose game three, yes, you're still up, but like you've got your Valdi. like you got your Valdi versus their number three. Don't let it go to a game four, and you're gonna have extra Flo- rest. Like- Close this thing out and just be sitting there waiting for Houston or Minnesota, hopefully Minnesota hopefully like that's I think that's what they got to do um but yeah let's get into it so to be honest I we can take this a lot of different places but to me I think the place we have to start is the young guys mm-hmm. because if I go back to what I wrote last Friday in the in the making the call sub stack which by the way if you're not subscribed to the making the call sub stack go do that right now it's free to subscribe we have a link to it in the description of this podcast, uh, you can we do our fr- weekly Friday football newsletters, which I couldn't help myself. I had to sneak in some Rangers uh, discussion this week because I just felt like it was warranted. But we've got college football from Austin. We've got uh, fantasy accurate, football. Accurate
1: college football from
0: Austin. The best, most accurate college football analysis from Austin. We've got fantasy football content from Rosie. We've got player props from Trent parlays from Alex. And then I usually do like one big NFL segment each week. Uh, this week I previewed the Cowboys 49ers, which we know how that game went. And then I talked about the Rangers, uh, going up against, uh, the Orioles. But, uh, the, one of the things I wrote about Austin is Mm -hmm. I said, there were several storylines I was watching for the, in this series against Baltimore. And the first thing I said was Josh Young and Evan Carter versus Gunnar Henderson, Henderson and Adley Rushman. Can the Rangers duo of rookies outshine the two young stars for the O's through two games? I went and pulled up the the stats through two games. Um, If you combine Carter and young stats and then Adley and Gunner stats and just say they're one player, Evan Carter and Josh Young, 357 batting average, 500 on base percentage, 714 slugging with an OPS that equates to an OPS of 1214. (laughs) <laughs> Gunner and Adley Rutschman, which really it's it's Gunner Henderson because Gunner Henderson has actually been really good. Yeah, Gunner's been good. 250 batting average, 333 on base percentage, 500 slugging for an OPS of 833. So Carter and Young are 400 OPS points better than right. Gunner and Adley. Yep. That's, and that's the story. It's not
1: even talking about Tavares either, who scored three runs in the game yesterday, another rookie. Yeah. Like Evan Carter. Evan just i mean let's let's take a moment and let's just revel at the evan carter experience
0: like i'm i'm running out of like hey, i he's gotten to the point where i'm shocked when he doesn't do something cool and he comes up to the bat yeah he struck out on 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 about like in
1: game 2 and i was like wait uh-huh. this this can happen like,
0: like wait no you don't do that
1: <laughs> no what is this i mean he the discipline, like he would think he's like a four or five year play, like fourth or fifth year player, would just like mm-hmm. I mean Mr. Full Count. Like I, I think he's what well, like ten or twelve points, like percentage points above like league average and like getting to full counts and then like reaching on full counts. You know? Yeah. Reaching on like 32% of all full counts and the league average is like 16 or like 20 or something insane like that. Like the the discipline From just such a young player, I mean, you'd think he'd been playing in the playoffs. Like this is just like third or fourth round, you know. Like, and that diving catch in Game One in the bottom of the first inning—it's unreal. Like just to be able to—he's so good. Is the shot in the arm that this team needed, and you know, he gets on base. You know, he he performs in big moments. You know, he's good defensively. I mean, this is just. It's so refreshing. Like the Rangers are good now. And because of like Carter, Young, other others coming up, like they're going to be good for a while. And it's because of these guys.
0: Well, you know, one of the things that I thought was really cool is in game two, you know, there's lots of talk about the Baltimore Orioles, about Camden yards and what they've done with the left field wall. Yep. Where um, they realize that, Hey, we've got, we've got a bunch of, um, I'm pulling up the dimensions right now, dimensions before and after. Here you go. They realized, okay, we got a bunch of lefties. Like let's raise the wall in left field and make it deeper to make this a park that is awful for right-handed hitters and great for lefties. And so if you look at, let's see if I can find it real quick. Um, They, I'll, I'll keep talking and then I'll, I'll come back to it. But, I mean, that's, that's, you know, like that's been a, okay, here it is. They pushed the wall back by 26 and a half feet and they made it nearly six feet taller, That's (laughs) Uh, which is just ridiculous. And that, that makes left field a very, very hard, very, very hard position to play in that ballpark because it's so deep. Like you have all this ground to cover. You're like, you're basically on a football field. And there were a few moments in game two where, he misplayed some balls off the wall. Like he he had the one where he hit off of his glove. Yeah. Um just a few moments like that. And then you get to the bottom of the ninth where you have uh who was it? O'Hearn, I think was the was the player. Uh let's see. I had it pulled up here. Game yeah, two it, right? it was, yeah, it's Taylor O'Hearn. Or Ryan O'Hearn, sorry. It's a deep line drive to left field where it would have been a home run, I think, in like 27 of 30 ballparks. And Evan Carter chases it down, catches it, and it's an mm-hmm. L. And it was the second out of the, of the bottom of the ninth when the Orioles were kind of, I mean, kind of rallying there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like that shows the maturity in him to where he kind of learned throughout the game. Okay, here's how I need to play these deep fly balls. And that's not even talking about his bat, which are you familiar with the stat uh, weighted runs created plus? It's like an analytical stat. That's like baseball. A deep cut,
1: that's a deep cut stat
0: for me. So, no, no. weighted weighted runs created plus. You can find it on like MLB, like on Baseball Savant or fan graphs or whatever. It basically is runs per plate appearance scaled. It's like they put it on a scale, kind of like OPS plus, where like league average is 100. Um, Similar thing to where league average is 100. If your weighted one, runs created plus is 150, you're 50 percent better than league average. Would you like to know what Evan Carter's weighted runs created pluses so far in the 2023 postseason? Is
1: it over
2: 175?
0: 348. Gosh, dog. In fact, there's four players who have four players on the Rangers who have a weighted runs created plus over 200. It's Evan Carter at 348, Corey Seager at 263, Josh Young at 221, and Mitch Garver at 212 man. Evan Carter, man. Like we've been clamoring for it all year and it finally happened. He is truly the Prince that was promised. I am. Oh, it's bliss. It's unbelievable. Um, and okay. So if we're shouting out the rookies, we got to give some credit to one Cody Bradford, man. Look good. Baylor alum, Cody Bradford, He came in in relief from Jordan Montgomery in game two through three and two thirds innings, three hits, no runs, four strikeouts, no walks. Have a day. Almost 80% strikes, too.
3: Yeah.
1: It's nice.
0: Ridiculous.
1: Ridiculous. you You know, Monty, I think Monty pitched a whole lot better than maybe his line looked.
0: He in battled. Every in my, inning was in my a battle. Opinion,
1: I mean, yeah, he was. He was to squeak out with only four. Honestly, was a miracle. Um, but yeah, Cody just coming in and throwing down, and that just allowed us to stack. Um, it was wonderful. Yeah. No, absolutely. You stacked. Um, I say stack. We got one more. We got one run while he pitched, but he kept it.
0: Yeah. He, he kept. It. All right. Give me. Give me one of your other takeaways so far through. Uh, through these two games against Baltimore.
1: Yeah, so I think to me, you know, the starting pitching was leaking a little bit at the end of the season. You know, Montgomery didn't have a good outing. Evaldi, you know, there was a lot of question coming back from injury. And so I think that just left a lot of question marks, you know, going into the season. And then for, you know, those two guys to throw down in Tampa Bay. And then – like, to have a chance for, like, Evaldi to close it out in game three. Like, I mean, in that second game against the Rays, I mean, Nathan looked like the Nathan we've seen all year. Um, And, you know, Monty's been great. That first game against the Rays was dynamite from him. And so it just has me forward thinking to, like, you know, we were disappointed that Scherzer wasn't on the ALDS roster. But, you know, you're looking at, you know, round three, like, how good are you feeling with a potential like Scherzer, Monty, evaldi rotation going into the third round?
0: I mean, you feel you feel really good about it. Um, again, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves because the the ALDS is far from over. If oh, we absolutely. remember, if we remember the twenty fifteen ALDS against Balt or against Toronto, yeah, we we don't talk about that one. Won the first two games in Toronto. We came back home to Texas. Lost the two games in Texas. Went back to Toronto in game five. And that was the Jose Batista bat flip game. We know how that ended. We know how that Thanks ended. Thanks a lot, Sam Dyson. Um, so the series isn't over. But yeah, mm-hmm. if you get to the ALCS and your top three are Montgomery, Ivaldi, and Scherzer. You got to feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Because if you look at like the Astros, the Astros have Verlander, and that's like the pitcher that they feel best about. That's it. Like yeah. Framber Valdez is the definition of hot and cold. And then they got mm-hmm. some young guys who it's kind of their first taste of the postseason. Right.
1: I think, I think just with all the question marks, and you know, we'll get into bullpen in a second around, I'm just feeling pretty good about the pitching right now with all the question marks going into the end of the season and just like the skid slash screeching halt that the Rangers had there at the end where the pitching just was not good. Yeah. And then to see, you know, decent performance from, you know, Dane Dunning and then, uh, and I mean, Andrew Heaney and then, uh, Dane Dunning and then, uh, was it Andrew Heaney and Dane Dunning? Sorry. my I- yeah. I- yeah Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like to yeah. see that, you know, like I was holding my breath that game because we all know how he, and he can go. And then you know Dan's been good, but you know lack of postseason experience, like just the refreshing pitching yeah, has good. been. I mean, it's been that was I was pretty shaky on that. You know, we knew the offense was good enough to hang with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's on, but that's been a shot in the arm. So felt really good about that. Through the first four games. So,
0: no, absolutely. Um, I say
1: that we gave up eight runs in game two, but
0: I also would like to thank Mitch Garver for solving the three hole problem. Yes. Because that was kind of the story of the first three games of the playoffs is like, okay, why is Robbie Grossman batting third? Like, why is it Mitch Garver? Like, I understand you want to do platoon splits and you want to have righty, lefty, righty, lefty all the way up and down, but Mitch Garver is a better hitter. Like, this dude won a silver slugger once upon mm-hmm. a time. Can we put him in there? And they put him in. He strikes out his first at bat. You're like, okay, he kind of needs to find his timing. Um, he gets a little swinging bunt in a second at bat. Like, okay, all right. Hey, you got on base, whatever. Third at bat comes up. Hmm. He said, um, excuse me, Mr. Bochi, sir. Yes, I am your three hole hitter.
1: <laughs> Yard.
0: And we were just talking about, you know, how deep Camden Yards is in left field. That ball was a no-doubter off the bat. No-doubter. It was incredible.
2: It was I mean,
1: ridiculous. I only wish he had done it twice because he had a chance to do it in his fourth at bat too. And Yeah. Oh, that would have been electric. Yeah. Second postseason Grand Slam for the Rangers ever.
0: Outside of Nelson Cruz and that walk-off in ALCS in 2011. Yeah,
1: that was incredible. That was a, what
0: might be moment. one of the best Rangers moments of all time. It might be up there with Philly uh, striking out A-Rod in 2010 to go to the World Series. That was electric. Yeah. And
1: uh, I, I watched Bochy manage. I didn't know that I did, but in the World Series in 2010 when we went. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. Watched, saw that man.
0: But shout out Mitch Garver because that was unbelievable. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, just kind of on the, on the topic of the offense, is they've been mashing despite Simeon's slow start. Like, I pulled yeah. up his numbers. Like, he went two for five with an RBI in game two and a walk. But even still through four games, he's slashing 158 batting average, 238 on base percentage, 211 slugging. It's not that's good, gross. That's nasty. That's gross. You got
1: to think he's going to figure it out at some point. Like, we saw glimpses in game two.
0: I think you will. I mean, if there's one guy who's who I'm not worried about, it's him.
1: Yeah. The mentality, you know, we're worried about, you know, maybe like guys like low, you know, maybe he's just going to suck the whole playoffs because maybe,
0: but, well, so he was another guy I wanted to mention. And I do want to say with Nathaniel Lowe, like no, none of us can understand what he's going with, g- g- like what he's dealing with mentally, like with his mom battling the brain cancer and like mm. there we had, like these guys are humans too. And Having to deal with something like that off the field, I imagine takes a toll. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. But you're right. I mean, Nathaniel Lowe has been a negative on offense, but this Rangers offense has continued to put up runs with the young guys. Daniel Lowe and Simeon, who were kind of two of their biggest contributors, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like in that weighted runs created plus stat that I gave you. Um Evan Carter's at 348. Nathaniel Lowe's at a one. Hmm, that's so he's ninety nine percent worse than league average. And Marcus Simeon's at a twenty four. Sheesh. So but the you fact got four, that they're, four
1: Rangers over two hundred. So
0: yeah, and then Leody Tavares is at one forty three. Those are the five guys above league average. So like mm-hmm. they're they're getting they're getting it done, and I mean. Conventional wisdom would tell you that Evan Carter is gonna cool off, but I don't know if that's gonna happen
1: I don't know if it's gonna happen in the next you know ten decades yeah <laughs> decade maybe but just yeah there's fear and it, with the offense like you know the last game you know it wasn't Seeger that killed him either
0: no he had five walks
1: five walks postseason Major record. record the fear is real, and it's because Seeger is a bomb lefty in Camden Yards, and that's why they don't want to throw it to him.
0: That home run he's going to hit Tuesday night? It's going to hit like
1: crack. It's going to hit like
0: crack, man. Because that's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. Yeah,
1: and like bet the house. He loves playing in the playoffs
0: in Globe Life Field. Like, dude won a World Series MVP in that house.
1: Yeah. It's a... the the Simeon getting on base and then Seeger goes up and they go two oh and the the bottom of the first is gonna be
0: mm-hmm. choice. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Um any other notes from these playoffs? I mean, I feel like we've hit on a lot, but gosh, I just can't get over how fun it's been. It's been great.
1: You know, I've enjoyed the energy of the Baltimore crowd, you know, after uh, you know, the Tampa Bay attendance debacle. <laughs> but I would give anything to be at Game Three, Tuesday night. I know Just the vibes will be immaculate, and as loud as Baltimore was, like on the TV and Game One, like I feel like you know you're gonna be able to feel. Like I feel like Globe Life might reg- register on the Richter scale <laughs> when it comes time, especially when the Seeger home run hits. Oh. Well, have I told you what our amazing. game
0: plan is for, for that game?
1: What are y'all doing?
0: So tickets are pretty expensive right now. Um, the cheapest, cheapest tickets are 120 bucks, And that's like kind of worse nosebleeds, right? Um, what we're going to do is bef- we're going to get like an hour before game time. We're going to go down to Texas Live. And we're just going to wait. We're just going to see what happens. We're going to see if those tickets drop. And if they do, we'll snatch them up and we'll walk in at game time. And if they don't, we'll just watch it from Texas Live. It's
1: a good game. Which plan. will
0: still be fun. Which will still be fun. Still be good game environment. So that's what we're that's what we're thinking of doing. Um because you're right. The atmosphere there is gonna be insane. It's oh,
1: I'm ready. What time is it? Seven o'clock. Seven. All right seven I'm, o'clock. I'm available. Perfect little nightcap. Need this to not go to game four because I'm busy mm-hmm. Wednesday night. So just, just so let's talk.
0: Let's it. say it goes to game four. Who do you throw? Do you go Martin Perez? Yeah. Probably. Try and get like two innings out of him. Yeah. And then uh yeah, I would wonder if they would throw, Grace, Grace, if yeah, Bradford can go again. go again. Or maybe even Heaney.
1: Yeah, because Heaney only went. Um,
0: Hold on. I've got it here. Did Heaney go
1: three and three or four?
0: Three, 3 and two thirds. Um, he threw 56 pitches.
1: How many pitches did Dunning pitch?
0: 30.
1: Ooh. If Dunning only pitched 30,
0: I imagine two of you could Perez, go you. Heaney, Actually, you could. Hot I would imagine that game. three of Perez, Heaney, Dunning, and Bradford will be available. Game yeah. four.
1: I think that works, man. Yeah, the uh, the pitching rotation in the playoffs is always crazy.
0: God, I know. I know it's it nuts. is. It's
1: such a chess match. I know Bochi lives for it, but man, I would just rack my brain the whole time if I was in his like shoes, trying to figure out matchups and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. glad he's coaching them and not me. So. Yeah, Yeah, I I could see some kind of hodgepodge for that. And then if it does go to game five, you've got... Monty. Monty, so...
0: Yeah, Monty versus... uh, Who would they... Because would Baltimore throw Braddish in game four? On short rest?
1: To win, maybe. Braddish looked pretty good.
0: He looked good. He did throw 84 pitches. Yeah. And that was on... Saturday. So game four would be on Wednesday, right? So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So four day rest. Okay. They might do Braddish game four. You could. So yeah, win game three. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Win game three. But be done with it. Yeah. You know, and then we get gray back. Maybe we get Sherzy back from the CS. And then that's you gotta, true. You, you could gotta,
0: get John gray back in the ALC. You could get
1: gray back for game five. That's
0: true. That helps out a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It'll be nice to see. You know, yeah, go win. I'm not going to talk about it. I already kind of got ahead of myself earlier. Just yeah, go win just game go, three. Go get
0: it done. Just and go then get it done.
1: have all of your options on the table for the CS going into. Yeah. I'm not going to say it, going into the next round, potentially.
0: Yes, so. absolutely. All right. Let's put a wrap there. Uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Trent and Alex and Rosie are going to join us. We're going to break down all the action from NFL week five. That's all coming up right after this. All right. Now for the rest of the podcast, we've got the entire crew on this week. I've got Austin, Trent, Rosie, and Alex here to break down all the action from week five. Uh, it was a weekend full of Buffaloes um, as we watched the Rangers get to a, a 2-0 lead. Uh, if you know, you know. But uh, guys, how are we doing? It's good to have everyone back. Great.
2: <laughs>
1: This is, this is the foot. Won. This is the football segment. So I'm
4: not doing too hot, if I'm honest. I'm doing great. <laughs> football season is in full swing, and it's beautiful.
5: Oh, is Alex, it? Why is that, <laughs> Alex? Let's start with
4: you. We each have our our headline oh, from the okay, weekend. Okay.
0: Before we get into NFL Week Five, why don't you go first?
4: Well, what I enjoyed most last week was Oklahoma re-announcing themselves to the nation with the statement win over Texas. All right, so I sent Austin my three keys to the game, and they hit them all. I said, you "Don't come nailed out, it. don't come out flat." Third play of the game, pick off Gentry Williams. I really don't know what uh, Quinn Ewers was th- looking at or throwing at. Like, I think it was just a one read throw, and he's just like, "I'm going to throw it." And if he's there, he's there. If he's not, he's not. But it was a bad pick to start the game. And I said, defensively, we needed to generate pressure because last year we had no sacks, two QB pressures on him all game. This this game we had five sacks, 10 tackles for loss. Like we just dominated the trenches defensively and offensively and then third just let DG Cook and that's exactly what he did. He had 398 total yards, like 287 yards passing. Like it wasn't the best passing, but he did it all with his legs, 113 yards rushing. Which he was the leading rusher for the Sooners. Like I told Austin, also like don't try and get cute with the run game. Find what works, and DG DG was working all game, and it was just a statement win when, uh, when we really needed it. it's going to help us now and in the long run. We're in the driver's seat for the Big Twelve. Like the rest of the season, I think our toughest game is probably at BYU and at Kansas. Those two we can't sleep on those guys. But one week at a time, in the driver's seat. We could probably afford a loss, depending who it is, but get to the Big 12 championship game and see what happens.
1: Dude, the fact that OU outrushed Texas in that game is pretty
4: crazy to me. Wait, they, they, yeah, total yards. Total yards, yeah. Yards, thinking, yeah, but, yeah. Um, Brooks, he's a beast. He might be the best running back in the nation. Like He's he's no joke.
0: I mean, Blake Gordon exists, but. That, Hello? after that. Michigan running back.
4: yeah yeah, but statistically brooks hasn't beat right now
0: yeah yeah that game like as as someone who i'm not a texas fan i'm not a an ou fan i would say that most of the time i root against those two teams Mm -hmm. but when that game is on i always just root for chaos i always just want craziness to happen and so most years i end up winning because that game is always drunk from like the opening kick it's just amazing yeah and this Saturday was no different. I mean, I, I'm not gonna, not gonna lie and say I was locked in for the entire second half. Cause once the Rangers game started, I moved it down to the smaller screen, but fair, uh, fair. it, that game was a lot of fun. Uh, big win by OU. Uh, where are they at in
4: this week's um, AP poll? All right. Now we're sitting at number five wow. and we're ahead of a certain school from Southern California, which is pretty interesting.
0: UCLA is really top five. <laughs> I see. They should. I mean, they
4: should be at a USC. Dude, US, USC
1: should. USC deserved to lose that game.
4: I'm thinking Caleb Williams might be regretting uh, jumping ship. Because imagine him with this defense right now at OU. Like hmm. we might be talking about them in Georgia. But
3: I think Caleb Williams. is doing the point just fine. now. Yeah. No, I mean, I yeah. He's so-
4: doing just fine. He's making plenty of money hanging out in Southern California. But. Win steal his Heisman. Yeah, I think but.
0: he's enjoying L.A. over um, Norman, Oklahoma, and the NIL deals that come with that. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> but, but I'm happy for you, Alex. Yes, we're, very we're, happy, we're happy for, you. for you. You're wrong about Caleb Williams, but we're happy for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very, and,
4: very and we're happy probably going to get a rematch of uh, UT OU in December if everything yeah. pans out. For when both was teams. the
3: last time that happened? Do you know?
4: 2018.
3: Okay, so it's not as long as go as I thought it was. Was that Baker
4: or was that yep. Kyler
3: Murray? Is Baker? Oh, wait, no,
4: no, no. It was the Kyler season because uh, Kyler lost to Sam, and they came back and beat him. Oh, Ellinger.
0: Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. Okay, uh, let's see. Next up, uh, or yeah, Austin, what what you got?
1: So I originally wrote down the group chat vibes because they were
0: immaculate this past weekend. Um, but should we? Should we? fill the listeners in on the buffalo reference
5: we're not sponsored
0: we're not sponsored but we all enjoy uh buffalo trace whiskey bourbon. and bourbon okay the
1: Trans- whole company Trans- Trans- all, bourbon, all bourbon, bourbon is whiskey but not all whiskey is bourbon all right exactly. okay I buffalo trace bourbon
3: i recommend everyone watches the documentary <laughs> called neat
1: Ooh, i didn't know that was exist- it neat
3: yeah it's it's on hulu it's really cool actually it, 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 it takes you on a journey from the corn in the fields to the glass in your house, to the taste buds in your mouth. There you go. Um, There's no such thing so as made bad whiskey, thing. just whiskey. That's worse than others or better than others. I don't know. Uh, I've had some bad whiskey, but
0: um, anyways, Something we made wrong. it a thing. Last week makers at- mark.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, after
0: I- the Rangers won game one against the Rays, we all decided to pour ourselves a glass of Buffalo Trace and and cheers in the group text that we have. And then we did it after game two and then game three. And so now it's a tradition to where uh Trent drove all the way to Abilene just to give Rosie a bottle of Buffalo Trace whiskey. That was <laughs> the only uh, reason today.
5: <laughs> well, he's conceding his uh Vikings are going to finish higher than the Lions in the NFC North.
4: Yeah. Shout out to the Lions. Yeah. yeah, fair
5: enough. Which we'll get to, but...
1: Um, Pampers size five, by the way. Say what? I said Pampers size five, by the way. You guys
4: got to win five games.
3: Yeah, size Uh, five. Takes after dad, I guess. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh man! Sorry, that was uncalled for. But that was good.
3: I set you up perfectly for that. (laughs) That was good. Yeah. Anyways,
0: uh, Austin, what was your what was your headline from the week?
1: Yeah. um, So I said this week's headlines. I took. Upcoming week headlines, but that's fine. It's still so Mavs preseason basketball underway. Luca versus Real Madrid tomorrow, today, if you're listening on Tuesday at 145 or two weeks from Wednesday is the start of the Mavs basketball season. I've mailed it in on the Cowboys. The Rangers will end in the World Series and then all we'll have left are the Mavs and the Stars. And so I'm glad to see those two seasons kicking off in the next two weeks. So when do the Stars start, Trent?
3: Uh then we'll piggyback and go right into my storyline. Go for it. The Dallas Stars announced their opening night <laughs> roster today and they start on Thursday. So things are like uh, I am no longer depressed. Um it's it's a good week in the Dunnock House. Hockey season starts tomorrow night. So from here until next May, maybe even June, we'll be walking watching hockey till midnight every night. So pretty excited about that.
1: Where are they in the preseason like chipots? Do you know? Like to oh. win the Stanley Cup?
3: Oh yeah, they're like third.
1: Yeah, I, I knew they were pretty high. This is
3: so. I, I listened to a podcast on my journey out to Rosie today that this is the the highest expectations the Dallas Stars have ever had since '99 when they won the Cup. Hmm. So, did you talk but,
5: about why that's deserved? What do is you it? Just because they were in it last oh, year? Or? Rosie's so, like,
3: why are so, they good? Yeah, they were in it last yeah. year, and then they went in and got better. Like They went out and got a couple like people that have scored 30 goals in a year.
4: Who are the new guys?
3: Uh, Matt Duchesne and Sam Steele, who's from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Um, yeah, Minnesota's Minnesota Which mm-hmm. they had a preseason game on Saturday that had two fights in it against Minnesota, so I'm really excited about that rivalry, sort of.
2: It's great for your household. It's It's not great for...
3: <laughs> <laughs> It's not great for my household, but it's it's great for hockey. What's so your daughter?
1: I, I, what's your daughter gonna like? Stars. She's stars yeah
3: good. I mean that series. Yeah. Why would she want to be a fan of a fan base unless never she wants. wants to have daddy problems when she's older? She's gonna be a stars fan. <laughs> <laughs> too far. Too far. <laughs> um, but yeah, the start they went out and got better. Um, they got this is the deepest team. I mean, I was alive in 99 when they won the cup, but I was three. So, this is the deepest team I remember them ever having. So, I'm pretty excited. And that just means they're going to lose in the first round or not make the playoffs.
4: Hey,
1: anybody got, got a sports go? Anybody got a bally log in? <laughs> Since uh, I- yeah, seriously.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually about to get one. Yeah. I I, my
1: guy. My guy. My guy, <laughs> how can many we screens? Realize screens? Realize? We're, we're like, <laughs> like this,
0: we're like the seagulls
3: and finding email. <laughs> we can split it, we can find a way.
1: Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just rotate the bally log in. I had it for ranger season, somebody else takes it for hockey season. And we'll go I don't there. need
3: it for hockey season, I got my own. I'm an adult. So, I'm You said starting, to- <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's good to have everyone back. I said, as I use my daddy's login since I was like 10. I don't pay for any of my TV, it's all my dad's. So thanks, <laughs> daddy. And some of mine. Oh, yeah. You're I, I, I use yeah. ESP. I, shut up, Rosie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got a. Uh, I I've got Andrew's i might like, have to I Max might have to clip to that.
1: Yep. <laughs> and I've got his. I've got his Athletic login. Okay. Andrews my supplier. I
0: canceled the Athletic. It's going to get canceled whenever it renews like early next year.
2: Oh
5: Rip.
0: Well, I did, I it did fire, years, so They it fired me. Bob Sturm and they got rid of their Rangers beat writer. What do I need the Athletic for? They got rid yeah. of the
3: Stars guy too, so. Yeah. No they no longer story.
0: do like they like their local coverage has gone down the tank, so I don't mm-hmm. need to subscribe to them.
3: All right, I'll just follow. I'll wait. Journalism, Stan. All right, I got to get my torches out the door. Be right back. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Rosie, what's your
0: your takeaway?
5: Well, not to be a shill, but this this last week, as y'all may know, uh, there was a cold front that came into Texas. Yes, Yes, I'm aware.
1: You finally got here.
5: Destroyed my immune system. And so Thursday, I was like really sick. But that night I had some lemon lime liquid IV. Hey, oh, and I've never like felt so good being sick. I'm, I'm like dead serious right now. Like it completely like changed my, you my sound night. like a new man. Yeah. So
3: I'm, I'm glad that you said that because I lost it, 10 pounds two weeks ago. Cause I had the flu. <laughs> Cool. Sorry. Pretty? I have my headphones in. And so, like, when uh, I heard you talking about how you got sick, I was like, I got to get back, got to get back, got to get back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad you said that, Rosie, because
0: I ordered some more liquid IV last week. It's coming in later this week um, because we're getting into that time of the year where it's just like, I feel like there's sickness going around everywhere. And with Becca being a second grade teacher, like she's exposed to all of it, mm-hmm. and so we actually are trying out the hydration immune. multiplier with immune support liquid i v that's got one. all the you, you've had it so we uh we ordered some of that last week it'll be coming in uh it's got like vitamin C and zinc and like all this other good stuff, so she works um, in
1: a petri dish, so pretty much yep, yeah um
0: it's
3: all right is
1: a daycare right. Yeah, Petri dish there too. Petri dishes all around. Yeah, I get sick
3: like every other week.
1: No. Yep. Emma's got a stomach bug right now, and I'm just waiting for me to start crapping myself. So it's yeah. be great.
0: All right, my headline before we get into week five is the fact that we've already gotten to the point to where um, baseball writers are making excuses for the higher-seeded teams not performing in the playoffs.
1: I saw that. This is such BS. Elaborate.
0: There was an article written by uh, Ken Rosenthal in The Athletic uh, just mentioned them, um, about how, you know, I'm not, I'm paraphrasing here and he wasn't the only one to write about it. It's been mentioned in other places, but basically that the conversation has already started with Atlanta losing game one to the Phillies. Um, game two is going on at the time of, of this recording and with the Orioles, you know, winning a hundred games and then dropping the first two against the Rangers that maybe the the uh, division winners need a bigger advantage in the playoffs and getting a bunch of days off is actually a disadvantage because they get all rusty and they're not as hot as the team's just coming in. Um, I think it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like I think all these excuses are dumb because I saw someone make the case that the Rangers getting to throw Jordan Montgomery in game two was not a big enough advantage for the Orioles. And it's like, well, okay, why didn't they get to throw them in game one? Because they had to play to get there. Like the Orioles got to set their pitching from game one, whereas the Rangers had to figure out game one. They threw Andrew Heaney and Dane Dunning, and then they came in with Jordan Montgomery. Lights out, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And I think the part part that's getting missed is the fact that the biggest advantage you have by winning your division is that you don't have to play in the wildcard round. Like if you're telling me if you gave the Orioles or the Braves or even or the Dodgers because the Dodgers are part of this discussion as well, the option to either sit and wait for the wild card winner or potentially lose in the wild card round and not even make it to the to the divisional round, they're choosing the former ten times out of ten. And the fact that we're already making this excuse, I think, is ridiculous. Um, I, I it's to me it's passing the blame off of the teams for not performing. Like, if the Braves lose, the Braves aren't going to lose because they had a f- couple days of rest in between the regular season and the playoffs. They're going to lose because the, quote-unquote, best offense of all time laid an egg.
1: Speaking of not performing, Alex uh, disagrees with you.
4: Uh, I wouldn't say disagree. I think pitching, you you got the right point. Like, they can set their lineup and their matchups perfectly. But hitting, like, these guys are used to be – used to playing like 13 out of 14 days they're in a rhythm like now they got like five days of practice it's optional they're taking bp live pitching but like it's not the same and with hitting like a couple days off i think that's it's not a major factor where they should be complaining about it like they are but i think it's a little bit of a factor
0: i mean maybe with a maybe from a timing standpoint but to me that just that comes down to your preparation Like you're not doing enough in those days off to keep your timing sharp, because there are things you can do. You can have some of the you know the back end bullpen guys throw to you. You could call up guys from AAA to come throw simulated innings. Like there are things you can do, and I don't know. I think I think it's making excuses for these teams not performing when the story might just be the fact that they're not performing. They're just mad
1: because like the third best team in the American League got outplayed. That's really it. Our second best
0: team in the American League.
4: Sorry. The Rays. No one likes the Rays, though.
0: Yeah. So that was mine. All right. Let's get into takeaways from week five of the NFL slate. Uh, We each have a bunch. We'll just go around. uh, Say one. Move on to the next one. Who would like to go first?
3: The refs wear
0: red. The refs wear red. Okay. That sounds like a bad tongue twister.
4: I agree. That game was <laughs> bogus, Trent.
0: You're talking Vikings Chiefs. Give us yeah. some context here. So, I mean,
3: I hate when people complain about refs. But here we go. I am a <laughs> hey, full squad today, so <laughs> I am I am glaring at the bottom left corner screen of my Discord. Rosie, yeah. say hi. What? <laughs> <laughs> but the end. So. The end of that game was atrocious, and it was—I don't know, man. I try not to complain, but man, I, it was hard this weekend.
4: But like, even if that's not pi, that dude took his helmet off to I complain, know, and I that's know. a flag.
3: I <laughs> he know. Can't yeah, take I, or the, the, off. the
4: bogus
1: fumble—that wasn't a fumble, but was a fumble.
3: Well, so that I one I can kind of get behind. It's a dump. Like by the letter of the law, that was—he was down. But if you think he had possession, yeah, if you think he had possession, he was down, right?
5: There's no uh, conspiracy theory, though, that the ref looked up to see where Taylor Swift was. Was she even at the game? She she wasn't even at the game. (laughs) I know, but this is just what I'm seeing. Maybe he was mad
1: she was at the game or she she wasn't at the game. And
5: so she, I don't know, but that's not it. Like, it was she looked up at she, she looked up at Mrs. Kelsey's box
0: and
3: saw a blank space and got upset.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. I'll write your
3: name. Uh, all I'm saying is I wasn't expecting to win that game, but I mean
2: we had were there. the
3: chance, they had the chance and they were there and maybe should have gotten a better result. Chiefs might not
5: be that good. I don't know.
2: I, I mean yeah. Position.
5: Like, they have no wide receivers right now. This is true. This is true. Like everyone sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, been, I, I bought the Tony Kool Aid. I sure I, did
5: too. I did so, that.
1: Imagine. I was Ross like, this might be all this, right.
4: He just doesn't give enough targets.
0: This feels weird to criticize um, a front office that is coming off of one, winning the Super Bowl, but imagine if they would have just paid Tyreek Hill. <sighs> I mean, Imagine if they just said, no, you're going to be a Kansas City Chief for, their, for your entire career, and they still had him.
1: If you do that, you can't, can't pay Chris Jones, though. That's you can't. The cap's not real in the NFL. They can make it work. Yeah.
5: I'd much rather have Tyree Hill than oh, Chris oh, yeah, Jones. Don't. I would Stone rather, right now,
1: rather, I would he rather have a late first round pick than Tyree Hill, but that's just me.
5: <laughs>
2: really? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <You>. <laughs> <laughs> this is Nigger. why you're not a
5: GM. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just if they still had Tyree Kill and it was still him and Kelsey, like you're feeling so much better about the Chiefs. Because that's like that's their one weakness right now. Their
4: defense is even yeah, really good. I'm this still year. feeling pretty good about the Chiefs.
1: It's the Chiefs. I'm like I've we've trying to be down they're on them just, they're every playing year. Their food
4: right now it's, yeah i mean they're
2: gonna, gonna go far
1: up and up honestly they're, they're gonna be it's, in the afc championship game that's yeah, just thing,
5: especially in the afc i got the broncos this, is, this week this is mm-hmm. kind of my takeaway from this week i'm not sure if anyone's that good in the afc like there's no like dominant team Man. like the 49ers on in the nfc or even the eagles like I'm not sure. Don't put I'm thinking, the Eagles
0: in the same class as the 49ers. They're That's undefeated another one of my takeaways.
5: It's
1: the Eagles. It's not the not the undefeated. But, we'll get to the Eagles.
0: but I, I know what you mean about the AFC. It doesn't feel like there's a, a dominant team.
5: Like Bills blow out the Dolphins, Bills lose to the Jaguars. They're, they're like
0: and they didn't like they didn't look good that entire game no. against the Jags. And it
5: wasn't ah, for the Josh Allen yeah. this time. Sorry guys, uh, I was a, I was
1: church. So
3: Milano. I'm willing to write that game off. For the Bills, jet lag game. Jet yeah. lag. The Jags have been there for three weeks now. So they're true. whatever about it. They so, own London, too. That's true. They I do. think they're
5: undefeated. Hey, stay off
1: my take.
3: I, I thought they lost last week. They're not
1: No, they won.
0: No, they beat okay. the, the Falcons. I okay. got a good bit. Yeah, but the, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, Rosie. It feels like the AFC, that was all the talk going into this year was how good the AFC was compared to the NFC. And I know part of that is like injuries, like Aaron Rodgers gets hurt on the third play that changes, you know, the Jets trajectory, but uh, it will honestly, if you want to play the injury card, you look at the Bengals with Joe Burrow, but it just doesn't feel like it feels like every single team in the, in the AFC is flawed. And I probably still default to the chiefs because they have Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Yeah. So, all right, who has another takeaway?
4: I'll go next. The Ravens need to learn how to catch a football.
5: That game was drunk.
4: Eight <laughs> drops, Flowers, Andrews, Bateman, Aguilar,
0: I like, didn't what drop are we, anything? What are can we I, doing? Can if, I eight,
4: can
3: sorry.
2: I
4: CC
3: <laughs> Can I CC the Minnesota Vikings in this take, please? They also had eight drops.
4: Oh. Okay. I was watching that. What about those purple time, so uniforms, was, man? Know, but- <laughs> like if they just have six drops and catch one of those touchdowns, they win the game. Like it was ten to three for three quarters. They were dominating on defense. Lamar was not playing a bad game. He sort he of screwed up in the fourth game. quarter, but like at some point it was gonna happen because the receivers just weren't helping him out at all. Even like Andrews too, the tight end, nobody was helping him.
5: Like Alex, like you're you're telling me right now that the Steelers are first in the AFC North. Like, really? they're first in the AFC North. And I know you four are, are all about uh, wins over everything. Steelers suck, though. They're so bad. I don't know how they're winning games right now.
4: Yeah, I don't know how Matt Canada has a job. Like, I, Tomlin is that good.
5: I sent a
3: stat in the group text a couple weeks ago about oh, how. Oh, that was
4: insane.
3: Yeah. Like, 90% of when when Kenny Pickett lines up under center, 90% of the time they run the ball and then it's like 80% from shotgun they pass.
4: Yeah, they're I, tipping all game.
3: I cannot – like that That stat might be the craziest stat I've ever seen.
0: It's just basic stuff. Like that's yeah. – it's, it's ridiculous. I mean they won that game and the Steelers fans were chanting fire Canada and they weren't talking about the country. Like they Like <laughs> the entire game they were chanting for their OC to get fired. And well, they still want won. So,
1: guys, yeah. the crazy stat. So the Cincinnati Bengals, fourth in the division, have a minus 31 point differential. The Pittsburgh Steelers, three and two, top of the division, minus 31 point
2: differential. <laughs> yeah, that's a Viking set right there for the us. <laughs> <three> and <two. laughs> so,
1: and everybody in the middle has a positive point differential. So yeah, Steelers suck. Even though
0: they're at the top. Wow. Fool's gold for the Steelers. Yeah. All right. Uh, has everyone given one already? I have not. Except for, oh, yeah. no. Okay, Austin, go ahead.
1: Guys, welcome to the A-Train, the Devon A-Chan experience.
2: <laughs>
5: you take your victory lap, lap. You victory take lab. it after Every- Isaiah Spiller last year. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm taking it. Man, I moved up to take Spiller too, but they said I took him five picks too early in the Bouda's draft or whatever it was, or was it the 8-8? I don't remember. I don't give a darn. Averaging 148.6 yards with four touchdowns over the course of three games. The
4: dude is a speed demon. And this is just another reason why Jimbo Fisher should be fired. What was he doing (laughs) with A-Chain and A&M? I I don't think he ever was this good. That's really all
1: they had. They had quarterback issues. But, I mean, no, he was not this good. You know, Jimbo still wants to throw the ball. But, uh, yeah, the dude is a beast. The dude is going to lead the league in rushing. Not this year, but and I bet you in the next couple of years he will. I mean, he's insane, and just the, the quickness, the ability to hit the hole, you know, he fits perfectly in that Dolphins um, offense. It's not fair. <laughs> it's, it's it's insane. Like I
0: think I read this chat or this stat after they put up seventy on the Broncos, and so it's you know there's some more data points to it now. But if you look on Next Gen stats, they track like the fastest ball carriers. Of the season, Dolphins players make up. Hold on, let's see here. Top five. Um, right? He and Tyreek seven, race each other. Seven of the top ten are Dolphins players. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> top ten in order: Tyreek Hill, Devon Achan, Devon Achan, Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Brees Hall, Devon Achan, Aaron Jones. <laughs> Aaron Jones. Does I Mike can- McDaniel have a type, or does Mike McDaniel have a type? <laughs>
5: Speed and it goes. obviously,
1: obviously works.
5: You like some quick.
1: That's it's freaking nuts, man. Just and he's a rookie, man. You know, he had an knee injury at the end of the game, and so like yeah. I hope he's okay and he won't miss time. Um uh, I'm, I'm freaking there was pumped.
0: there was a play in that in that dolphins game where Tyree Kill was running for a touchdown and he's like trying to run away from the defenders, and it looks like Achan is like jogging next to him. Like running next to him in celebration of the fact they scored a touchdown. And he's it doesn't even look like he's breaking a sweat. And he's like matching the speed of Tyree Kill. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like it's it's crazy.
1: He so his stats at AM were insane, but I'm with you, Alex. He was so underutilized in that offense. And yep. now we're finally getting to see full potential. And it excites me greatly.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, all right. My takeaway, my first one here. Um, Rosie, you were talking about the AFC. Let's go to the NFC. And I think that the 49ers belong in a tier of their own. Like we've, I feel like all season it's been, or like coming into the season, it was like 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles. And then the lions have been playing well. And Rosie, you and I were talking about this last week, like the lions deserve to be in that conversation. It's the 49ers. And then you figure out the teams beneath them. And I'll put a huge asterisk that it's if, you know the main players on the Niners are healthy because I know that's been a big problem for them. It seems like basically since Shanahan has been there. But if they've got their their blue chip guys on the field, I don't think there's a team more dominant, like more complete, in the NFC and probably even the NFL.
1: Could you yeah. imagine?
0: I'm sorry, go ahead, Rosie. I
5: well, I was just gonna say uh, I. I didn't have them making the playoffs and that is obviously a mistake, but they have been like strangely one of the healthiest teams in the NFL so far. Like when it seems like injuries are like destroying every other team in the NFL, like the 49ers, I I can't think of anyone who has sustained a major injury yet. And then when you have guys like Iuke and Debo and Christian McCaffrey, all
4: Kelsey like, or
5: Kittle, and, and Kittle. <laughs> like playing the best football in the league. Like, y- you have to rate those guys as like top five at their position. Like, Brock Purdy doesn't even have to be good. And I don't think Brock Purdy has been that good. In it. what? In you
1: didn't watch the Cowboy game. Didn't I, I did. He throw it, yesterday.
5: He, he all, the first quarter, he did. He, he misses like four to five throws every game. All right.
1: Second year Mr. Irrelevant, he'll get it.
5: Yeah. I I don't think I have any issues with him, but no, nah, he's good. I he's don't a, think it matters. Like I always open, Debo's always gonna run over someone, and Christian McCaffrey's always gonna make someone miss.
1: Always got to check down.
5: And then Nick Bose is playing like the best edge de- defender in the league. I hate this well. guy.
1: Can you imagine <laughs> I mean, like a Dolphins Niners Super Bowl? Just how Dolphins are gonna make it Bowl. I mean, if that, I think, offense, I'd watch too. I, think I, I think I'd watch too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. Global that's kind of what I'm, matchup.
1: that's kind of what I'm hoping for now, to be honest. Just, I want to see that matchup as much as I hate the Niners. It would be insane.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, that's my first takeaway. Um, let's keep going around. Trent, you started us off. Do you have another one?
3: <clears throat> no.
0: Okay.
5: <laughs> I got one. Let's, uh, let's start getting got heated in here. You ready? We
0: haven't already been. Okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead.
5: Daniel Jones is not the problem on the Come Giants.
0: on. Okay, well, that Thank you. Is, can I can I'm just going to wrap my takeaway up with yours in because my takeaway is that the Giants will not only be picking in the top 10 in next year's draft, they will be picking a quarterback to replace Daniel Jones.
5: They're not. not I, no shot. He's yeah. ready
0: for his life.
1: Okay, okay, I,
5: I have him. a fun stat. I have a fun stat. You ready? I like fun stats. Since pressures were recorded as a stat, the most pressures ever given up by a team in a season has been like 220-something. Right now, the Giants' offensive line is on pace for 300. (laughs) I mean... This is a historically bad offensive line. Daniel Jones has zero shot of doing anything.
1: Well, look at his receiver. I mean, he's got Waller and then
3: his receivers are all five foot six. And then, yeah,
1: he's got an aging tight end and oompa loompas. That's what
5: (laughs) their defense is trash. Like, no one on that defense is good either. Team is just trash. I didn't didn't put him in the playoffs like some people on the spot. I I shouldn't have. I Uh, had to. I didn't. I had to.
4: It's never a believer.
5: I I thought coaching would. um...
4: Andrew looks dumbfounded.
5: At that stat, <laughs> it's a lot of pressures, man. It's like
4: whales turning, coming up with argument. But hold on, the the thing where you said they're not going to draft a quarterback. If they continue on this trend, they're going to be top three and up there with Drake May and Caleb Williams. Like, you think they're going to pass Drake May? Yeah, they might pass on him. But if they have the opportunity to draft Caleb Williams, you think they're going to say no?
5: You see, the they're, they're conference- not going to. The Panthers exist,
1: dude. Look at the, the Panthers aren't, aren't going to draft Caleb Williams.
5: Well, that's true too. Because the Bears their have back. their pick, I back was like, too. The Bears have their pick. <laughs>
0: okay, you can say that Daniel Jones has some things working against him, but you Putting can't say contact. that he's been—he has not been one ounce of the problem.
5: Like he's yeah, been I mean, sure he's twenty. Like that pick of the six problem. in
0: the end zone—he had a wide open receiver in the corner <laughs> and missed he, missed the read. He, he has time for one read. I was like, he was running for he, his life he, on that he play. He's like league average. In, he's like league average in time to throw in the
3: NFL. That's better than Dak. Sorry. Continue.
5: I mean, if you put Daniel Jones in Dak's position, I think he'd be doing better than Dak right now. Like Dak has been awful. I'm out. In like this. a way better situation.
0: I'm out. Oh my gosh! Did you see that? The Phillies just hit a two-run home run in the bottom of the eighth. The to go up, Braves! Braves or the Braves. Sorry, oh. the Braves were down four-three in the bottom of the eighth. Just hit a two-run bomb. They were
4: actually pitching a no-hitter before we started recording, and now it's five to four. <laughs> they were shut it off. Shut it get, off. We
0: get on and We get on, and the first thing Alex says is, "Hey, you see that the uh, Phillies are throwing a no-hitter, and like two minutes later, they get a hit."
4: <laughs> I was completely trying to cause chaos there. Like, Alex, I was just bored wow. of the game. I, I don't want to hear.
1: I don't want to hear this I'm not the jinx bullcrap from you now. We no, I was trying to get the jinx there.
4: I was literally bored with the game. It was four to nothing. Like I we wanted both, something to watch during this we, podcast. We both but, have something. We got it.
3: something. I the, the Braves board. have it locked yeah. up, right, Alex? The Braves have so this, game, this game, game locked up. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're locked up. Yeah, I it. think
4: so. I think the Braves got this in the bag. <laughs> Pick the Braves money line right now. Just bet the house. Well, I wouldn't do it right now. It's bad value.
1: Alex, you don't get it. I,
0: I just, it. I mean. I, yeah. Okay, so bringing this back to the Daniel Jones conversation, there's no. This comment. has been this has been quite the season for a lot of our quarterback takes, because people on this podcast, you know, and I'm including myself in this group, were very high on um, Justin Fields going into the season. That hasn't worked out well. Although I will say, last two weeks have been pretty fun. I'm not gonna it's been lie, been roller coaster, it's been pretty fun. <laughs> the fantasy, and actually, there were some two. other people on this podcast, which I'm not including myself in this camp who thought that Daniel Jones was a second coming Still and he has been very bad. He is third worst in EPA per play at the quarterback position ahead of only Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. That means that Justin Fields is better in EPA per play Facts. than Daniel Jones. So is Bryce Young. So is Kenny Pickett. So is Joe Burrow, Desmond Ritter.
1: I thought Joe Burrow
4: was yeah, Joe Burrow was.
0: <laughs>
4: Daniel Burrow Jones was has been figured. bad.
0: It he may not have the best situation, but he has not helped his situation one bit. Yeah, but he—I don't think he's been bad
1: enough. I mean, we're not I mean, calling
5: Michael him Mahomes, like yeah,
0: no. He's just,
1: Michael Vick, but
5: <laughs> as a barometer, like he's he's better than Dak. He's he is not
4: he is not he is not better than Dak. Dak's not great at the moment, but he's not oh. better than
5: Dak. I don't know, man.
3: I do. <laughs> We're watching different football games, man. If you think if, you if think I think Dak is better than Daniel Jones.
4: Whoa, huh well, this is a discussion?
5: Thank you.
3: I'm 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 telling you, man. I mean everyone's freaking out what over
5: Daniel, Daniel Jones, done? Jones'. I'm like Daniel Jones's contract, like people are like freaking out about it. It's a and, bad contract. No, it was yeah. below market. Like he wasn't resetting the QB market like Dak did. Like
0: Dak Wait, is like the 12th highest paid
5: quarterback now.
0: It's, literally, it's what now. happens at the quarterback position.
5: I know, but Daniel Jones didn't even get that. Like
0: Because he's not good.
5: He still if he was good, he would have gotten more money. He is, proving he is my more point. worth his contract than Dak is. He could have pulled up Kirk Cousins this.
0: and he could have hey. said, no, I'm better than this, taken the franchise tag and gone into free agency. He didn't throw a pick or a touchdown on Sunday. So. He secured that bag like he's Chandler Parsons. He said, this is my chance to lock in this money.
5: And it wasn't like an exorbitant amount, like I didn't like the chancellor. Forty million a year either. Yeah, that's like That's fine. Like that's just the next QB contract. And probably like if if like Goff was up for a contract, he's getting way more than that.
0: Well, golf is better than Daniel Jones. I <laughs> Goff is
5: better than Daniel By the way, who
4: was the only guy on Goff to start the season? I think it was me.
5: Uh-uh. I think he's the number one graded uh, quarterback right now according like to PFF which don't is not what I thought would happen
4: but. Jared revenge season happy for him okay um,
0: who has another takeaway cue the music
1: cue Andrew. the music
4: ooh music
1: is this it? <laughs> I don't know I'm too much of a patriot I can't identify the song the Jags in London. This is God Save the Queen, by the way, just so you know. Jacksonville looks like a new team coming out of London, coming off a 2-0 performance across the pond. Travis Etienne figured it out. Now Let's just absorb this for a second. <laughs> we finally get the Jacksonville Jaguars that we thought we were going to get in a statement win across the pond against the Buffalo Bills. And I think it's going to trend up from here. Trevor Lawrence, you know, threw for 315 yards, just one touchdown, but they were doing it all on the ground. against Two fumbles. Two fumbles.
3: I didn't mention that. Two interceptions. No. Okay. He didn't didn't have two interceptions. You know, Calvin,
1: Calvin Ridley, 122 yards. They look like the Jags that we thought we were going to get at the start of the season. And I'm excited to see if they can shake it up in the AFC coming later, going into the playoffs. So, pumped.
5: There was like a hundred flags in that game. Yeah. It was borderline unwatchable.
0: <laughs>
3: Wait. Can,
5: can we on. stop listening to I'm the... Just, freaking, I'm
0: trying to pause it.
3: God save just the king. The, we got, it. got it. Got, we got it. The queen. We're being called got it. nice.
5: Uh, it's,
0: it's called football now.
5: Dang it.
1: Nah, London does something to Jacksonville. And so, I'm excited to see. They should they move are. their
5: team.
3: They should. Well, they already play half their games in London anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I bet There's
1: a strategic advantage to jet lag apparently. So, let's see how it plays out.
3: I bet in the next
0: 10 to 15 years we have a division in Europe in the NFL. No. A division?
1: That'd be crazy.
0: I think it's the only way it makes sense is if you you can't just put one team over there. You have to put multiple teams.
1: Maybe like a minor league football league in in Europe with with relegation. Let's do that. That'd be more the fun. Harlem
3: Globetrotters of football. <laughs> <laughs> the Munich Tunics or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Next>. <laughs> the French white flags. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. Um, let's see. I've got another one. I think this might be Bill Bolichuk's last season in New England.
5: Rip.
1: I was mad. I typed it out, and I saw that you put it, and so I did delete it. I was so hungry.
5: I think
3: he's definitely on the hot seat for sure.
5: Hey, not when he gets Caleb Williams, though.
1: He won't be around to coach Caleb Williams.
3: Do you all think – do you all think he retires, or do you think he goes and coaches somewhere else?
1: I think he oh, – Actually, I don't know.
3: He's the next offensive coordinator of the Colorado Buffalo. Cor- <laughs> what
2: did you
3: imagine? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of the craziest thing that could happen.
4: More, more <laughs> realistic thing that could happen. He's the next – Bill
3: Belichick,
0: he sees that uh, USFL and the XFL is merged. And he said, I want to be the face of that league. That's where and I'm, I'm going to get my championships. Uh, that's where I'm going to break the all time win total. I'm just going to go to the XFL and dominate <laughs> him and
3: PJ Walker.
1: What's like Mike McCarthy get fired <laughs> so, and Jerry Jones go?
3: <laughs> I have this person on my hockey team that's from Boston. And Boston? it's actually, it's a chick. Boston. And I asked her, I said, so is Belichick really all that, or did Tom Brady make Belichick?
1: We know the answer to that.
3: Well, this is she had a reasonable argument, and she said neither of them would have succeeded by themselves at the start. Mm. She said she said it was probably sixty forty. Tom Brady is what she told me, which I can get there. Her credentials? She's from Boston. She's from Boston. That's her credentials. <laughs> she has the accent and everything to go along with it. And she's like sixty five or something. I don't know. She's old. She's, what are you? she's dope She's dope. Sixty five year old <laughs> woman on your hockey checker. <laughs> no. Whoa! She's from Boston. She I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, man. She's a sort of a How, BA. Dude, How long does she last with those sixty five year old joints? She, she's probably not sixty five, but she's got gray hair, so I count it.
1: <laughs> All right, ageism. All right, got it. <laughs>
0: Um. Okay, we've made it. Excluding the Rangers segment, we've made it about forty-five minutes into the podcast.
4: Hold on, I got one.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we can. Well, yours might be what I'm referring to.
4: Yeah, is it the Cowboys? Yeah. Finally, the the Cowboys. Look, I was on this podcast two weeks ago, and I was sipping the Kool Aid. Fifteen and two, they're going all the way. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) You really That's are cool. a chinks, Alex. And the more oh, I think God, about it, guys. Alex, <laughs> I'm gonna just pass this torch to you,
1: please. I you think, ready. yeah,
4: I think we shared Austin. It's
1: like the H I M Y M
4: blitz, is what it is. But man, oh, yeah. three and two. Their three wins might be against their three the wins. Three wins. They're might be against of some of the worst teams in the league. And when they play good teams, they just they don't show up. I don't know, man. They're, they're fool's gold. What do you guys got to say? That was a nice 49ers fool's gold.
3: Who's calling plays? Mike know. McCarthy. Mike All right, McCarthy. we can move on. I just wanted you to say it.
5: I mean, he's so boring. Like, there's <laughs> there, there's no motion. There's no, like, West Coast. passing game. There's it's, – it's just a bad offense.
1: So, Andrew – if Dan Quinn had the opportunity to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, would you want it? Because I feel like he kind of takes some risks defensively sometimes, and like the defense looked like. Would you want? Oh gosh, Trent. Um, <laughs>
5: <Please>. <laughs> whenever, whenever it's not. I have to explain this, let's move on. Whenever. <laughs>
0: All I'm going to say, my this is all I'm going to be, say is that whenever, yeah, whenever, whenever Trent wants to say something but knows that I'll bleep it out, he'll just text us in the group text. <laughs> and this was an instance of that. Anyways, Austin, what were you saying about Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn's what we're talking about, everyone. <laughs> That's you want, just Dan do Quinn.
1: Do you want him to be the next coach of the Cowboys, I guess is what I'm asking after. I
4: already he made that call. He is the next coach of the Cowboys. <laughs>
3: I I, the the only other person that might have been is Sean Payton, so I'm with I'm with Alex.
5: Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just like he's a defensive coordinator. That
0: that's that was one of the worst games I've ever seen the Cowboys play. It's terrible. They got manhandled in every facet of the game for sixty minutes, and
1: Deron Bland. There's a
0: lot of that blame belong on. Mike McCarthy for having a bland offense and a bad game plan, absolutely. Um was it, you know, like watching Tom Brady versus JB quarterback, watching the differences in offensive game plans between Mike McCarthy and Shanahan a little bit. But I don't think that that's the I don't think that's the main like I don't think that's all of the problems with the Cowboys.
5: They have no secondary now. Like it's just Stephon Gilmore and he's like 33.
0: I also want to see like, I'm really curious how they look against the chargers. I'm really curious how they're going to look against the Rams. And then uh, the following week, how they're going to look against the Eagles because there's,
1: no, there's nobody left over the top for this chargers game.
3: I think the winner but, of the, of the uh, shoot, the second one you said the Rams. Yeah. I think the winner of that makes playoffs. Yeah.
0: <coughs> I think you're right. I mean, I, I mean I could see both of those teams making the playoffs, but it goes back to my earlier takeaway. Like I I truly think this 49ers team is just like in a class of their own right now. Like I think they're embarrassing everyone they play. Holy cow. What?
3: I'm looking at odds for next week. Miami's minus 1000 to beat Carolina.
0: And that's <laughs> your pick. And that's Money my pick. line. <laughs> uh, line. Uh, 13 and a half <laughs>
5: <laughs> I might pick them for my Survivor League too. Oh, I
0: haven't. I haven't uh, mentioned how we're doing on our on our weekly bets competition. I get two and three now,
5: right? I'm hot. Uh, I'm Uh
0: Rosie and Alex are tied at three and two. Alex has won three in a row.
5: Oh, did I just lose that one?
0: You lost Laporta over fifty five and a half,
3: which oh,
5: is pretty shocking.
3: I think you had got forty seven. Yeah. Not a bad comes, bet. Right?
5: Yeah, two two uh, tutties.
0: Austin and I are two and three. I lost my Jags bills over 49. They ended up at 45 in that game. That over a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) That over looked like it was dead when it was, you know, like 11 to seven at halftime. I was like, okay, well this is cooked. And then they started to make a run and still didn't happen. And then Austin, you had Cowboys 49ers under 45 and the 49ers by themselves got 42. So, yeah, it was a, uh,
1: it was looking up there. I thought they might, you know, back it off. And then the Cowboys
0: scored that touchdown, and it's like, okay, yeah. And then it. holding up the uh the caboose, getting us all ready for one hour solo podcast aliens. on the history of hockey is <laughs> Trent Donek got one and four. Ayo. His He's only a- win was Kirk Cousins over passing yards.
3: One. I just you, need to bet on my team more often. This is yeah. such a change from last year. It, beat Rose. <laughs> it really is. I think it's a complete opposite. What were you like? Because yeah, you lost last You year? lost
0: week two last year, and that was your only loss. And yeah. you won week two like, this year, and that's your was only like win.
3: Sixteen and one last year or something. That's insane. Yeah, it
0: was nuts. Um okay. Anything else on the Cowboys? I mean, I don't know. Did we say everything there was to say about the cowboys? It was just
1: I think, I'm I think I'm out on
0: deck. That oh, a really bad game. I think I'm out on deck.
1: I think I'm out on deck. So what do you do? Trey Lance, baby. Let's go. I'm just kidding. Come I'm on, out. man. Don't don't be,
4: just be serious.
1: Let's go. They should
4: He should have got the fourth quarter
1: yesterday. Let's see what he's got.
5: Yeah, that yeah. was so dumb. I don't, I don't understand the organization. Why, are we,
1: why is Cooper Rush active? Why don't we just activate Trey Lance and see? Oh. Alex, oh. what? What, are you? A,
2: are
5: you? I'm sure you the listeners that? love this. He's having a medical emergency.
0: Oh, the Phillies almost hit a two-run bomb Nick to retake the lead.
2: What and, just happened? They yeah, just got
0: doubled going. up. This Do you game.
4: Think... This game.
0: Wow. Bryce Harper was gone.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> drive yeah. left field. Castellanos.
0: Atlanta wins a game, so I guess we don't have to change the playoff format. It's not rigged after all.
4: How How I like time.
0: How about that? Um, yeah. Any other takeaways? Oh, go ahead.
5: I think it's safe to say the we shouldn't have put the Cowboys in the elite tier. I think that was dumb. Like just because they blow out bad teams, like you can't. Well, y'all didn't think the Giants were going to be bad. It was in the rain, though. Too like
0: both teams did played it, in the it, rain. Did it only rain for the Giants, Rosie?
1: <laughs> both teams play in the rain, Rosie. <laughs>
0: was God it, sitting there with a light switch on the rain? <laughs> Just as soon as Daniel Jones flipped it on, as soon hey, as Dak came on, flips it, it
5: off. It seemed like the rain effect of the Giants war yeah. during that game.
0: <laughs> God could.
5: But either way, like
1: God gives his strongest warriors his toughest battles. It's my like, uh, of the,
5: saying. People were putting them number one in their power rankings after week one. And I think rightfully like, so. No.
3: They beat like, uh, so they beat a playoff team forty to nothing in week one or something like thank that. Thank you. So I think after week one, that was warranted. But once they lost to the Cardinals and like their offense actually had to do something, that's when that was just kind of like, told you. I, I mean, waited. like Dak didn't
5: even look good against the Giants. I agree. It was all the either. it was
3: all the defense.
1: Now yeah, everybody in the defense is hurt. So yeah, yeah exactly. When the exactly. defense
3: gets hurt and Dak has to do something, he can't.
1: And they should move Micah Parsons back to linebacker
3: <laughs> and trade CD Lamb. Easy. I don't I'm think serious. that, but
1: I do, I do think they should move Parsons back to linebacker. He did not look good on Sunday.
5: I just, I he's think he's hurt. Like <laughs> he's not playing healthy. And then, that and then they, yeah. the Cowboys put a lot of stock in Brandon Cooks. Like
1: Rash out four to six
5: weeks. Brandon Cooks is washed. Like they need to get someone. They need to draft someone. Like.
0: Well, they, well, they have it. Jalen Tolbert hasn't really worked out. Michael Gallup. I mean, in the ACL. first round,
5: like trade up and like get someone
0: CD Gallup looked good a couple last years week. ago. What what why? I mean,
5: Zay Jones or I guess the wide receiver they
0: could have taken would have been Zay Flowers. Yeah. All the top guys were taken by the time they picked last year. Yeah. Like all the first round guys is like I'm there wasn't a first round wide receiver after the Cowboys.
5: Mozzie Smith looks like a bad pick. Like he's not even playing right now.
0: He's been getting better, but he, I think uh, we I we know. understood that was going to be kind of a slower developing pick. But.
3: Speaking of Not, bad picks, Kyle Hamilton looks great. Yeah, Whew. The vra- I mean, I want uh, I want Questy fired because of that. <laughs> he was sitting there, and they're like, "No, we're going to trade back and take." It was a Lewis. At least he something. didn't
5: trade <laughs> back scene, yeah. from uh, from. Taking Jalen Carter and drafting Gibbs.
3: <laughs> I, I, that's, that's too early to tell. That's, that's not a,
1: Gibbs. That's not Gibbs' fault.
3: <laughs> Louis C. hasn't played a down this year. Jalen Carter. Kyle, ha- uh, Kyle Hamilton had four sacks in a game or Would something.
1: Would I take like. Jalen Carter over Gibbs right now? Yes, but it's too late to be. I'm or, taking or
5: Carter over like, anyone in this it's class. Too, it's too early point. to be
3: out on Gibbs. Witherspoon. Like, like, witherspoon just hasn't followers.
5: got a like Witherspoon. And honestly, maybe Ryan Branch at this point, too. Like CJ Strug. It's... Besides the quarterback, almost
3: <laughs> anyone, guys. Almost
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> a handful. There's a handful, but <laughs> uh, okay. Anything else from Week Five?
4: The Patriots suck.
5: We went over
0: that.
1: We yeah. already talked about that.
0: Yeah, they're bad. Patriots, Jones, Giants, sucks.
1: and I was trying to get rid of Panthers Jared Goff, really but bad. my my other two quarterbacks and the dynasty are Mac Jones and Daniel Jones, and so I'm going to keep going. <laughs>
0: is. <laughs> oh I have a question okay how many teams can we go ahead and write off and say that they're not going to make like 100% they're not going to make the playoffs okay All I'm going to start right. at the bottom from from rankings uh from standings and you stop me when I get to a team that you said actually there is at least a small percent chance they're going to make the playoffs okay okay Carolina Panthers at 0 and 5 nope gone mm-hmm. Just yeah, just just stop me once you once I get to a team that you're like, okay, they're gonna make the playoffs. Denver Broncos, nope. Arizona Cardinals, nope, New England Patriots, nope, New York Giants, nope. Okay. Minnesota Vikings.
5: Nope. Nope. Don't even try. Stop. <laughs> they're one and four. <laughs> I hate
1: it for you. I do. Cause they could easily be like three and two.
3: But. I know. They've lost every game by one one score. That's huh. par. That's par oh, <laughs> you should, you should for the turntables.
5: Par for the course. And okay. losses are the only thing that matter.
3: I mean, they're two games <laughs> out of a wild card spot right now. Trent, I
0: I I love you, but I know what's going to happen. They're going to beat. The, they they're going like, to beat yeah. the Bears on Sunday, and you're going to be like, just when I thought <laughs> I back. was out, they pulled <laughs> me back in. back in. But then the following week, they play the Forty ers and they're going to get killed
1: hey the
3: I'll chiefs only bad. beat it by seven
4: holy
1: Diamondback! you're taking the uh vikings to cover
3: yep against <laughs> 49ers
0: bet the house <laughs> all right so we had one we have one person stop me for the, so it, has for the ma- it has to be it has to be majority of. who's next well no i just want i just want to gauge where y'all are at all right like, keep it going. doesn't have to be a majority keep um going. chicago bears nope no raiders nope no <laughs> Okay, I think this is the first real test. We're in the two and three zone now. Cincinnati Bengals.
4: Yes. Yes.
5: Yeah. So this is like, yeah. they look they just good. have it, you you like. see only, a only scenario right where there. they make yes. it, right? Yes. I think it's to
4: win the division. Only game out.
0: Okay, so how many teams have we, uh, every single one of us has ruled out? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're at seven so far. Okay, New York Jets.
4: Nope.
0: I don't know.
5: I see it. I mean Zach Wilson's yeah. playing pretty well. He's
0: playing all right. Enough
5: Against or... the yeah. And they have a good defense like Dude, I was Do sipping they,
1: Zach Wilson Kool-Aid. Yeah.
5: They also just lost Elijah Vera Tucker
0: for the year, which
5: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah, sucks. I mean, okay, they're off but we the line had line we had a vote for rough. the Jets,
0: so we'll leave them in. Uh Washington Commanders? uh oh No. Yeah, they're third division. They could sneak into a 7 seed.
5: They uh you need to play all your fantasy players against the Broncos and the Commanders because the Commanders' defense is, I mean, horrible. They don't know how to tackle DJ Moore.
1: Yeah, that trade us guys <laughs> doesn't look as good now that DJ Moore put
5: up 55. Yeah. He got three touchdowns, and he was wide open on all of them. It,
0: mm-hmm. um, okay, well, so well, I, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll say for the Commanders, what about the Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they could win the division. I don't know. Okay. Houston, Texans?
1: They got Anybody anybody can win that division. Texans could get in.
3: Yeah. I think Texans are going to get in. I think so too. Which is insane Um, to me. No.
1: Will Anderson looks good.
0: Okay. And I think after that, we get to like the Rams. You could see a path. Chargers, Packers, Browns, Saints, Cowboys. I don't don't know
1: about the Browns, but (gasps) the division's bad enough. So.
0: Yeah. Big test this week against 49ers. Okay. That was a good little exercise. Uh, before we get into week six, the way we're doing week six is each of us have come up with just one storyline we're watching for and the slate. It could be about anything, and we each have one. We're going to go around and talk about that, but before we do, let's tell you about our friends over at Liquid Ivy. We already basically gave them an ad earlier, uh, Rosie talking about drinking his lemon lime to feel better, and he was you know down and under the weather. I talked about the fact that I just ordered some of the immune support hydration multiplier, um, that is packed full of vitamin C and zinc and some of their kind of proprietary uh, stuff that they've got over there. Liquid IV, it is delicious. Uh, that's coming in later this week. Can't wait to try it because now that it's cooling off, it's and,
3: delicious though. <laughs> but all like the liquid it, IV is
0: delicious. All the liquid IV is delicious. I've yet to have a liquid IV that I've I had the
1: like. hydration or plus immune and it's good.
0: Yeah. Which, did you get the wild berry or the tangerine? I got the sample, so whatever it was. Oh, uh, okay. Tangerine we did the, the sample. We did the tangerine. Oh, yeah. Is
1: it the sample? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, the tangerine is the sample.
0: Oh, okay. I mean well, that. there you go. Um, tastes like Sunny D. Unleash the power of hydration. Yeah. There nice. you go. Nice. Uh, but we love liquid IV. Marketing rep. Yeah. It uh, hydrates you twice as fast as water alone. Has 3 times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. And you can go try Liquid IV today and get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com. Use code MTC at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code MTC at liquidiv.com. All right, gentlemen, week five is pretty much in the books. Uh, We're missing a very exciting 10 to three score with the Raiders and the Packers right now as the Packers punt again for probably the millionth time. Who's winning? Uh,
5: So- Raiders. Raiders oh. are winning
4: 10 to 3. I would have guessed Packers.
5: Jordan Love threw a bad pick.
4: Um, what? I still believe. No, I think the hype train shouldn't. is dead. <laughs> Off the rails. I'm that
0: was I'm, such an obvious turn into a pumpkin candidate. So Rosie, I'm proud of us for identifying that.
4: Good job, guys. it's good.
0: So with that said, we turn our attention to week six. We've got some pretty good matchups on the slate. Um, there's some definitely some prove it games for a couple teams. Uh, we each have kind of one big storyline that we're following. Who would like to go first?
5: Can I go first? Not me. Yeah. Uh, I won't take the super obvious one, but I am so excited for Gardner Minshew revenge game versus the Jaguars. Yes. Let's go.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the Colts I like look it.
5: good. Like, their offensive line is good. Josh Downs showed out yesterday. And um, Gardner Minshew's dealing. Like he's he's been good when he stepped in, and he's a good quarterback. I I think it's going to be a really fun game. Um, Probably a lot of offense, and then Jonathan Mm -hmm. Taylor coming back too. Like we'll see what he's like after a week of practice.
0: That's a a lot of fun storylines. Garner Minchie is probably better than what, like five starting quarterbacks right now in the NFL, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that. That's a good one. Um, so we've got. Let's see. That game is Colts at Jaguars. It's in the noon slate. Uh, Jacksonville's favored by four at home. The over under is forty six and a half. Over that feels that feels like a good that feels like a good line. I don't even know if I would bet that over under. That that's that's a tough spot. But you would go over.
5: I'm not sure if either defense is all that good.
0: Yeah. Okay. I got one. Jags might be a little jet lagged, you know, after being in London for three weeks. Yeah, there's your edge. There All you right, go. who wants to go next? I got you. Okay,
1: game I'm watching storyline. So, can the borough or can the borough Bengals continue the turnaround? Ah, oh, uh, that was
0: mine. I guess it was mine. Something else. It's it. oh, You
1: should have gone. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha! Right, I, go just, ahead, go I ahead. just picked it. So, on one side, Seattle can solidify themselves as a legitimate NFC contender with a win over a decent team or on the other side, the Bengals can start to really turn it around. You know, they did it last week, you know, they would be 500 if they win, you know, this week and in a very winnable division, you know, T Higgins is out or T Higgins is questionable, um, obviously. So that's a little hiccup there, but I think it's going to be an exciting game. The Bengals are at home. um, So that'll be interesting. But yeah, I, I, I'm excited for a Bengals turnaround. You know, I was pretty disappointed with the way they started the season. I was stupid high on them going into it, and so sorry, Alex. I want I want them to win this game. But
5: <laughs> Burrow looked uh, good last week.
1: Burrow did look good. Burrow finally scored in fantasy. for him.
0: <clears throat> He finally listened to Jamar Chase, who just said, "Dude, I'm open," and he wasn't wrong. It's not wrong.
1: Are, is Jamal going to play? You mean uh, Higgins? No,
4: Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. Adams oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's getting cleared tomorrow. He's getting cleared. G- Gino was That
0: doesn't
1: matter. Jamal Adams is just yeah. like
4: a cherry on top for the Seahawks right now. We don't really yeah. need him, but if he's there and he's making hits, cool. The line is Cincy, by two and a half right now. Seems about right.
0: Hmm. Uh Trent, do you have one? Yeah. What you got?
3: I really need the Vikings to win this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: You
5: like you might sell your soul to like make it happen. Who are the who are they
0: playing? Uh Trent?
3: They're playing the Chicago Bears. <laughs> the
0: Bears. The balling Chicago Bears of late. Gosh, if Justin Fields
1: rips apart the Vikings, I think Trent might cease to exist.
4: We might not see him for a couple weeks.
3: <laughs> just 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 give it like three more days. And Justin Jefferson is going to be ruled out with a hammy, and then the K-D-R. Vikings are going to be plus odds, and that's free money, man. It's free money. They're a three-point
0: favorite on the road right now. The Vikings, once JJ goes down, ooh,
3: free money, man. May as well call me the Ukraine. Just I get free I money all the time, <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> and you're war torn.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: Nothing is ever. Was we can't have anything <laughs> nice except Cousins all sorts of military crazy. weapons and Kirk Cousins and Zelensky, <laughs> whatever.
2: <laughs> Kirk
0: Cousins is the military industrial comp, uh, complex. He's always there for you.
2: Thanks.
0: He's always there. <laughs> <laughs> I need that Scott Hansen, like, what, I, want, I want to have red zone on on Sunday. I want to be sitting on my couch. And you know in red zone when he brings you into a game and they're on like their own like 20. And you're like, wait, why is he showing us this game? And you know something crazy is about <laughs> to happen. <laughs> like I want to be sitting there on red zone. And all of a sudden Scott Hansen goes, let's bring you to Chicago where the Bears are playing the Vikings. And you see the Bears are on the 20. And Justin Fields just rips off an 80-yard run. Oh, I just, I need that.
3: We need that. It, Please. Glad to know I'm surrounded by people that wish me to be miserable. <laughs> I,
0: the, I mean, the, the Justin Fields debate has been heated and well-documented on this podcast. So I, I love you, buddy, but we need it.
4: For the culture.
0: For the culture. For the culture. <laughs> For the culture. Yes. All right, my storyline. I'm watching for week six. I think the Buccaneers are better than we think they are. Baker.
2: Baker, and they're they're
0: hosting the Lions, and they're coming off of a bye week, so they've had two weeks to prepare.
4: Baker's hyped. Lions. He's at the Red River Shootout game.
0: Baker, yeah, he's hyped. His his Sooners just beat Texas. I think this might be like you know. Yeah, I think it's a coming out party for the Bucks, and it's also going to be a bit of a humbling funny. game for the Lions. Sorry, Rosie, but they, I'm very intrigued by this game. It's in the 325 slate. You've got to guess that's going to be like the main Fox broadcast, and it. Uh, it I'm pumped for this game. I'm. I think the Bucks are legit. I think they're. They should be considered the favorite in that division. Yeah. And.
1: That juggernaut division,
4: yeah. <laughs> they just, yeah, they got to protect so, him against the Lions because they have a. Ever since the Seahawks game, that front line has been balling out. Aiden Hutchinson is coming after him, so that key. The key in that game is they need to keep Baker clean. Hutchinson right now is throwing.
5: leading the league in pressures at thirty-two. I think. Yeah, Micah Parsons out. is at twenty-six at, at second. Mm-hmm. I. I think the Bucks are a good team, but they haven't really like had to face anyone. Um, I think the Lions should handle them pretty well.
0: That's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be a good litmus test for both teams. Yeah, I agree. I mean,
5: and they
1: they, they played the
2: Eagles. Right?
5: Yeah, Amon Ra was out. Brian Branch was out. Jameer Gibbs was out. So Poor CJ. Yeah. Yeah, Gardner so that's Johnson. My- rip.
0: Right. All right. Who still needs to go with their uh,
4: storyline? Alex, right? All right. Yeah. I'm glad Beautiful. you saved me for last because this is the last game of the week. Cowboys Chargers, sort of a winner go home game for either team. Two and two Chargers, three and two Cowboys. If the Cowboys lose this game, they got the Rams and the Eagles after this. and It could get real ugly from there. But I don't know. It just seems like whoever wins this game, they'll be fine. And whoever loses this game could really go on a slide. Like, what do you guys think?
1: I think that the Cowboys defense is thinner now. Leighton Vander Esch out 46 weeks. CJ Goodwin, yeah. doubtful. Donovan Wilson. like Parsons
4: is banged up too,
1: right? Yeah, Parsons is in. I'm not excited for this game. So
0: I'm hoping that I am not even paying attention to this game because it's next Monday night, and hopefully, hopefully, the Rangers are playing game two of the ALCS that
1: Don't. night. Don't. Alex, I know this is your segment, but this is about football.
0: Because Don't. right now, I could care less about the Cowboys. This, the I'm out. Dallas is a baseball town, as far as I'm concerned. The Rangers scored more runs and the Cowboys scored points on Sunday. <laughs> Raise your hand if you that. saw
1: that on Facebook today. I saw it on Twitter. Okay.
5: Uh, X, excuse Twitter. you.
0: It will always
1: Twitter. be Twitter.
5: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um,
1: the the only that, hope is that the the Chargers defense is like really bad, so which they are,
4: yeah they're not great. So
1: maybe
5: Dak just, not taking advantage of that anyways. Maybe
1: so. we maybe we so Dak we've, we yeah maybe Hollard we figured Mike. out our, maybe we figured out our red zone issues
5: on that game. I what it's I really
0: 25. want for that game is I want Dak to just play like a perfect game and Justin Herbert to look really bad and just listen to the difference in discourse surrounding those two quarterbacks from just a week ago, because everyone's going to make all the excuses for Herbert because he's like the little darling of the NFL.
5: No, he's not. He gets some more criticism than he deserves.
0: He's no, they blame <laughs> everyone else.
5: No, they don't. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like last year, it was all like, yeah, Justin, Hertz, or Justin Herbert might have a bad offensive line, a bad offensive coordinator. Josh Palmer as his top weapon and broken ribs, but he's still not playing well. Like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> we must follow different people on Twitter. I feel like all the big national people, Justin Herbert's like their guy. And last year it was, oh, they need to fire the offensive coordinator. This year it's, oh, they need to fire the head coach. They need to do this. They need to do that, which... I was saying last week he's looked very good this year. Like I've been very, very impressed. But it seems like whenever he doesn't play well, the criticism is hard to find. But all right. Let's wrap it there. Uh Trent. Do you have a dad joke for us since you're back? Do you have the, the handy dandy dad joke book? I get the t shirt. At some point we're gonna get through all of them, but Yeah, Austin's wearing a dad joke t shirt. Look at that. Look at that. We're all out of here. You can get those in the Making the Call store online. Old Navy Navy $5. Yeah. Trent's making a face. What is it?
3: Dumb. Okay. Wait, can I say a page? Yeah, do that.
5: Five.
0: Just like, dang it, I was on page five.
4: Trent, are you awake, dude? Shout out to the D-backs. Holy crap! I'm so nothing tired. right now.
3: Uh, page five doesn't exist. <laughs> what? Fifty. This is, this is page five. For Cade and. <laughs>
1: That's hysterical. That's not
5: funny <laughs> That's a good one. I don't uh, have uh, it.
3: For Cade and Daxon, Mom and I are proud of you. Now go brush your teeth. <laughs> proud parents.
5: <laughs> All right, give
3: me a, give me a <laughs> page <laughs> between seven. Is where wait no. Eight is this, where the jokes start.
5: This is hard. Thirteen.
3: Uh, who wants to pick now? One to
1: three. Three. Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I heard three. <laughs> this is so bad. What's the What's the dad pig's favorite position in baseball? Snort stop. Right? Is it short? Sl- short slop. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's terrible. terrible. You can, yours was better, Austin. <laughs> up.
0: Yeah,
4: Snort up. Yeah, that's so bad.
3: All right, here's one. Why did the mom demand a paycheck from the hospital? <laughs> 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 to compensate her for her labor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's I a good. That's great. I like right, let's get two. Let's get two. The soft right.
1: chuckle beforehand was fun. Yeah.
3: we were shocked by the bill received from the hospital we felt nickel and dimed every turn they even charged us extra for heat it was so uncool labor one was better yeah I agree (laughs) Uh, I guess this book must go in like order of like when your kid was born and then like by 365
2: it's like your kid is dead oh god Dude, <laughs> what
3: <laughs> we need to cut this. <laughs> Get this out of here. I <laughs> oh, to the stars. death if it, goes, <laughs> if it goes in order. Like they
1: should be I have a long, happy life, and then at the end of the book, yeah, that's us.
0: <laughs> all <laughs> right, let's it. end it here. That's gonna do it for all of us here <laughs> at making the it. call. <laughs> Thank you. To Trent and Austin and Rosie and Alex for being on this week. Thank you to everyone who tuned in on the YouTube. Thank you to everyone who's listening to us in podcast form. And thank you, of course, to everyone who has subscribed to the Making the Call Substack, getting our weekly Friday football newsletters, which as <laughs> of last week. Alex is
1: college football now. I'm done. <laughs> Alex <laughs> is, Alex
0: is now our new college football expert. And- <laughs> i hope the Harleys
4: hit, though. Let me tell you
3: that. We, we should all switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> give me fantasy
3: football. and like, With- Dang, I didn't do too bad. I went three for one. <laughs> three. For your, one. your
0: honorable mentions
3: were where it was at this past week. Yeah, I got to, undefeated. Uh, well, I don't count the James Conner one because he had six rushes for 49 yards and then got hurt and only needed like five more yards to cover his line. Yeah, so, that doesn't so, count. Sleeper, sleeper reimbursed everyone, so I'm reimbursing mm-hmm. myself on that one. There you go. Uh, but yeah, you can find all that in the Making the Call Substack. We'll have a link to that
0: in the show notes for this episode. Uh, it's free to subscribe, free to get our uh, Friday football newsletters. Uh, we'll have the next one coming out this Friday. Uh, that's going to do us for all of us here. I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of the week, and we will see you next time.